Hi. Okay, that's different empty chair. Hello. Hi. How you doing? I'm blessed. How are you? I was a little worried. I saw an empty chair. <laughs> no, I had to go and turn something down. No. How you feeling? I am feeling blessed and highly favored. How are you feeling? I can't complain. It's you, a good day. It's always a good day. We woke up. Yeah. Why is it looking so dark? Wait one minute. <laughs> <laughs> You were, you were fine before, but, you know, I mean, I can already see what we're going to talk about because I, I can see it coming out of you already. A lot of organization there. I thought we were supposed to worry about how we look. <laughs> you look great. You look great. First and foremost, I want to thank you for taking the time. We know you're a busy woman, so we greatly appreciate it. And we don't take time lightly around here. For those who don't know, um, have you had an opportunity to listen to our show? Yes. Yes. Any particular episode stand out that you like, didn't like? No, I, I like the show in general. Okay. Um, I, nothing nothing stands out. It keeps me interested. Well, thank you. We try. So, we do try. So that's a plus. That's a plus. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would take it it's a little hard to hold your interest? No. It's just that I'm not, I'm not the person to be on the computer to just hear the shows. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not a computer... Stalker. You you know we're on your phone. Too. We're on your phone too. You know that, right? Yeah, but I'm not on the phone like that. So you're not really on technology like that. No. Mm -mm. Then you and I are in the same vein. I got you. Yeah. I got you. It has to be interesting for it to uh, hold my attention or to get me to come back to the same stage. Respect. Respect. I I have a thirty second rule. <laughs> mm -hmm. You don't get me in thirty because what it is is I used to work door to door. Long, long, long okay. time ago. And we used to say okay. you had 30 seconds not to get arrested. Right, right. So right. if I can't get you right. interested in 30 seconds, I'm just going to walk away. Exactly, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, that, that, that kind of applies to life for me. So I get, I get what you're coming from. For those who don't know, please tell everybody who you are, where you are, and what you do. My name is Nanette Buchanan. I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina, by root of Newark, New Jersey. So, um, for those of you that say, you don't have that Southern twang, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, I am an author. I am a speaker. Um, I'm what I consider a, a reality-based person who speaks and writes reality. Um, I reveal, heal, and inspire people. I like that. Say that again. Reveal what? Reveal, heal, and inspire. I like it. I like it. Must be on your business card. Well, not not so much, but it is on a lot of my promotional pieces. Okay. But the healing part is what people question because they always want to know whether or not you're you. Okay, what are you a doctor in? Are you a coach? No. What do you counsel? And what they don't understand is when someone reveals something to you and you take it in, you either take it in on the surface or you take it in emotionally or internally, and in some way. That corrects the things that you know you need to change. Mm -hmm. It inspires you to move. It, it motivates you to move. Or it questions. Okay. So the healing part is on you. Okay. It's not on the person that's delivering the message. It's on how you receive it. 
I like that. I like that. That that is very powerful right there. Okay. Well, Miss Nanette, you don't mind if I call you Miss Nanette, do you? Sure. Okay. So, Miss Nanette, um, I was very excited when I found out that you were on our roster because you and I kind of crossed paths in similar ways. Um, I'm also a speaker, but I wrote my book. I have not published it yet. So tell everybody out there who's like me, just kind of sitting on it. We got it on paper and, you know, it's out of our head now, but what do we do with it? I started out that way. I used to put stuff on paper and, and, and keep it to myself. But now you got to ask yourself. It's benefiting you because you purged it. It's benefiting you because it's an accomplishment. It's benefiting you because you said what you wanted to hear or what you wanted to be known on paper. Mm-hmm. Who else can it benefit if you don't publish it? Ooh, I like that. Okay, okay. I've been sitting on this book since 2000. Mm-hmm. And I did not put it pen to paper until 2015 when my daughter insisted that I do. Mm-hmm. So I, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was mostly, I really wanted to do it because so she would stop asking me, but then it got more fun as I wrote it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But as I said, I... I, I'm a, I'm a quote-unquote new author. I don't know how to get started. So what do I do? Well, the thing about it is you've done the first thing. Okay. You've, you've done what I thought, and I say that with, with big emphasis. You, I, I, you've done what I thought and most think is the hardest part. Mm. You, you've done the writing. Okay. Now comes the transition because once you publish it, it becomes a part of a business. Mm. And when I say business, it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to sell it in every store and you want to be, you know, Amazon's bestseller or anything like that. But it becomes a business because now people begin to inquire about you and oh. what you do. Okay. And how you do. Okay. And if you don't know what you do and how you do or where you get lost, Right. And, and you've, got, you've got to learn that business. And it's not so much the business of you, it's the business of books. Okay. Okay, if someone wants this book, someone's going to contact you and say, well, where do I get your book? Well, if you don't have a platform, right? you've got to learn about the platforms. If you don't have a marketing strategy, you got to learn about marketing. So it's an education. So these come, come in step by step mm-hmm. simply because you put that book out there. It now becomes transitional. You have to go through the transition. Now, the very first part of the transition, of course, is to make sure it's protected. So you would okay. want to put a copyright on it. Okay. You want to make sure it's well edited because you don't want somebody reading it going, well, this guy put these words together. And I understand it from, you know, if I was his friend sitting next to him. I, right. I know how he talks and I know how he wants me to understand him. But if I don't know him, right. are you talking the universal language or are you talking your language? Oh, all right. So your editing creates that universal language. So there's a big so difference. You want to make that. sure that it's okay. edited well. You want it to be formatted. You want it to be where somebody opens up the book, they don't look at it and say, well, who put this mess together? Hmm. You, you, you want it to be formatted properly. All you right. want a cover design. Does your cover relate 
to your story. This mm-hmm. the synopsis on the back of your book relate to the story. So this, much. The synopsis wow. relate to the cover. Okay. Okay. So it's a transitional period that you're going to have to go through before you actually touch an audience. Okay. Do you now see my fear? And once you go, <laughs> and once you go, right. And once you go through that transitional period, then you're ready to what I call get a whole new lesson in, in what goes on. Okay. You got to have tough skin to be an author. Something that um, I, I, <laughs> I like to tell people. That when I was a poet, it was just a poet. It was so much easier because in poetry we don't care. We we care less if you like, because it. it's not your thoughts, it's not your emotions, it's mine. Right, right. And if you connect to them, you give me those snaps mm-hmm. because you connected to what I what I was feeling. Right. But when I'm writing a story, I need you to be engrossed enough to make the connection. So I will want I to finish it. All of the pretty stuff okay. connect you and pull you in, and that's the difference in in writing the novel and writing okay. the poetry and really caring about it. Okay. Wow, that's a lot. Tell me about your first novel. My first novel was was a, a, a fluke, and I say fluke not because it doesn't do well, because it still sells today. I wrote it in two thousand. Five going into 2006. I published it in 2007. Okay. Um, however, it was a fluke because, like I said to you, I write poetry and children's stories. Mm-hmm. I write what people don't generally read, and it leaves me joy because I don't have to hear the critics. Mm. I don't have to hear what they have to say. But I suspect you don't really hold a lot of what critics say, though. Well, the thing about it is that some of them would look at stuff and say, well, I don't like the way that they, they you brought in this character. Or I had one person tell me, how come you named them what you named them? Where did you pick the names from? I mean, people could get real picky mm. about what, you know, and if I ask the same people, the funny thing is most of the time when I ask the same people, so how far did you get in the story? They couldn't tell me anything about the story because they were being so critical. Right. That they weren't paying attention to where the story was going or okay. what the story was about. But the first story triggered the rest of the stories that I've done because it was real. I was working 10 years with a woman on my job, and um, she came to work one day after maternity leave. And as our job would have it, um, we didn't socialize outside of the job. Okay. We, you know, we were we were friends on the job, but we didn't we didn't find too much time to, to meet up after you know after work or anything like that. that she happened. had just had a baby, and she came back to work, and everybody was you know hi. She's she showing pictures of the baby and everything, and she says, "I need to talk to you." And I knew whatever she had to say had to be serious because she didn't want to talk in front of everybody else. All right. And she said, "I want to talk to you about your husband." Well, you could imagine. My face after she just had a baby. Yeah, that that's not a good start to a conversation. That's not a good start. So I just simply said to her, "No, you don't want to talk about that. We don't. We, we're not going to discuss that here." Right. And she simply said, "No, no, no, no. I think he's my brother." Well, when I tell you how wow. months it took for us to unwind that situation with his family. No one wanted to tell the truth. Okay. No one wanted to reveal 
No one wanted to get involved in it. So the name of the book is Family Secrets, Lies, and Alibis. Because mm. that's what they did. Okay. And it came to pass that, yes, they, they are sister and brother. Wow. Now, see, that right there gives me a, a tidbit of what you just mentioned a moment ago because you said Critic who, who jumped on that and had you not finished who he was, that could have been a whole other scenario that, uh, you know. Well, that's what happened with a couple of book clubs that, that did get the book. I wrote over 700 pages with that book because what I decided to do was delve into her problem of trying to find out who the family was. Mm-hmm. His problem of trying to figure out him being the oldest and being 50 at the time. Mm-hmm. Him being the oldest, saying, how come I don't know about this? Mm-hmm. Their father being deceased and not able to answer any questions that either of them had. Right. I wanted to unwind the whole situation. So after writing everything that answered any questions or any problems that may have come up and then also changing it to where no one would be embarrassed about their 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 position okay. in the map all right so the names were changed and, and the to protect surrounding the was changed the, the atmosphere was changed mm-hmm. and even the background of the characters I changed it to where a young man, his father leaves wealth. Okay. And he leaves wealth <clears> to, <throat> the, to what everyone considers the outside child. Okay. And no one understands why is the outside child getting to be the executor of this state, running the business. Okay. Inheriting what the children that he lived with or the children that they knew his family he's over all of that how okay okay so if you read the first half of the book you don't get the father's reasoning you only get the problem you only get what what has emerged which was the problem that my my husband brought up suppose i had fell in love with this woman Mm. suppose I, i i wanted to be with her I wouldn't want to be with her as a brother. Right. Suppose suppose as adults, we did the adult thing. Right. You know, suppose suppose we had been together a while before the family even knew that we were together. Absolutely. So many different layers. So many different layers. So that's all they saw because they had not purchased the second half of the book. Okay. So they called it adultery, incest, they called it all kind of things, not knowing the full story. Wow. See? And once you read the full story, what I what I have designed since then is I don't down the black male. I try to make the black male an uplifting person in Absolutely. all of my books. He's someone that's solving a problem. He's someone that may have problems, but he arises from them. He may be, you know, the instrument that he can beat on, but he, he figures out a way to heal, you know, everyone. I don't want it where we're constantly bashing the black male, even if he's the black male that doesn't want to be with his wife. Well, he's the black male that wants to be, you know, you know, uh, uh, have a side hustle instead of just having a regular nine to five. Right, right. Um, I don't want it to be the, the black male that's, that thinks he's going to get away with 
drug dealing and not do that time in jail. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't want it to be that unrealistic point of view. I want it to be reality. I so like I call it reality fiction. I like it. I like it. I call it reality, period. But I like it. Exactly. Well, and, and then my, my little tagline that I put to it is, it's your entertainment because you're reading a book that's fictional. It's <laughs> someone's reality. Okay. Okay. It's someone's reality. Because for my husband, it was nerve-wracking. I would because imagine. Because he was going between her and, and his family, and he was getting madder and madder about the secrets that were being, un, you know, un, untangled. And yeah. then them saying, oh, but that was your father's secret. Well, my father's been dead over 15 years. Mm -hmm. And this woman has two boys, and she's trying to find out, does she have uncle, brothers, and does she have other family? Right. And you're playing these games. Absolutely. Terrible, terrible. So that was my very first book. And since then, I've done topics that go from, you know, abuse to... I know. Uh, uh, women, female being in charge of their own business mm -hmm. and how they're treated. Um, if I'm not know, mistaken, um, it's, uh, what is it, 10, 11 at this point? 14. 14? Oh, I'm sorry. Guys, give me updated information. <laughs> <laughs> 14 well yes. tell everybody where they can find you so they can get these books um they can they can find me I am on Amazon because Amazon sells the ebooks and those uh, people that have Prime love to go to Amazon because they get those, those, the Prime deal however you can come to my website www.nanettembuchanan.com and the books are there, and we don't charge what Amazon charges. <laughs> I hear that a lot from a lot of my authors that come here. They, they say Amazon hikes it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they hike it up. They hike it up a little bit. So okay. we don't charge that. And if, if it's a book club or if it's someone that has a store that wants to buy in larger quantities, there's also um, an email address, ipindesigns at gmail.com. Just shoot us the email. And you get a discounted price for that as well. Nice. Now watch this. Yeah. This is how we like to do, Miss Nanette. Give me a number between 1 and 50. 33. Fanatic, she set the number. The number's 33. So you guys know how we do. When authors come up here, 33. The 33rd person that acknowledges that you have any of her books, we will send it to her for her to sign. Now watch this. It. Now watch this. Give you me number between 1 and 15. 9. Anyone who has 9 of her books and can show it to us in a picture with you standing behind it, we'll give you an episode. All right. All right. That's how we That's do it. That's a way. That's a way. That's a way. Now, now let me ask you this. Uh-oh. Oh. What's the name of your book? It's called Today I Learned. Okay. And it's, it's, what it is, is I've been a martial arts teacher since I was 14. I'm 51. Um, I pretty much just play around as far as teaching now. I don't really teach regularly anymore. But it's my life journey from the abuse I came through as a child to now. Oh, okay. But I throw okay. martial arts techniques in there as well that I learned along the way. When, when when Penn Books decides to pick it up. All you got to do is email me. We'll walk you through 
through it and help you out and get it done. Okay, Finesse, y'all heard, y'all heard. If I don't put the book out, it's on Miss Nanette. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Get in touch with us. We'll walk you through it, get it done, and get it done to the point where you'll be satisfied because that, that sometimes is what um, authors don't get. They wind up getting with, with different publishing companies, and they don't get satisfied because okay. they find out all of the rules and all of the things that I told you. Right. Is on you. Right. The publisher just walks you through it. Okay. But they don't tell you that. They don't tell you that. They don't tell you that the platform and promotions and everything else is you. Okay. That's you. So we do all of that. We tell you where you got to go, what you got to do. We do it for you, but we do it with you. So that. That, that's, that's, how we, that's how we work. That's okay. how we work. Guys, make a mark of that. We're going to get this book out there. That's right. Get the book out. Get the book out. And not only that, you got to think about it. That very first line that I said to you in the beginning, reveal, heal, and inspire. Mm -hmm. How many other people will it inspire? Think about that. How many other people will it heal? Well, those who have have allowed to read it have have said they were inspired. Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised. I did a bit of a test marketing. I let 25 people read it, and I only had three that didn't like it. Right, right. And probably the three that didn't like it saw something in it that reminded them of something they didn't well, like. Well, actually, it was uh, it's the people who were actually in the book who I let read yeah. it, and the three that didn't yeah. like it were the three that were abusers. Exactly. They, they, because th- that's what happens. That's what happens. Those that you hit dead on, at my first book signing, now I told you what the book was about. Mm-hmm. Very first book signing. Now, I, I, like I said, I've been writing poetry, doing different events. Nobody comes to poetry events. Nobody asked me about my poems. Nobody asked all of that. First book I wrote, I had over 100 people at the signing. Congrats. Wow. Guess what? Mm. I had to put a disclaimer out before I said anything because they were family. And they wanted to know if they were in the book. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, you're not in the book. There's no way for you to come back and say, hey, you took me and you put me in there without my permission. No, no, no. Okay. So they weren't coming to support. They were coming to find out. Very few of them to this day. I've got maybe maybe a good five of them, six of them that may very well pick up a book now. But the rest of them, no. Wow. They just wanted to know the gossip. And, the, and what was going on, the drama that was going on. Okay, see, now I'm going to have to get me a copy of this book myself. Well, it, like I said, it's a page-turner. And I think it's a page-turner because of the simple fact that, like I said, I wanted to show with any book that I do, even, mm-hmm. even the, like you said, your book is, I have a book based on abuse. Um, but it's based on the woman as an adult and why she finds now that she just cannot love Mm. I go in deep with what the problem is. Right. I'm I'm giving you grit where the problem is. Okay. To the point where some people, I don't know if I want to read all of that. Yeah, but you got to know the grit of the problem to understand the need to come out of the problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if it's comfortable, you're going to stay in it. Yeah. If if it's okay, you'll stay there. You know? If the cops ain't bothering me and I'm selling drugs, what am I going to do? Continue to sell drugs. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. 
So I got to give you the grit. I got to tell you how many times there's been a bus. I got to tell you how many times I've been locked up. I got to tell you what happens when I get locked up. I got to give you all of that Mm -hmm. for you to understand my need to get out of it. Okay. Okay. Which could very well be your need. To get out of it. Got you. Got you. See? Reality. Reality. And hard hitting. I love it. I love it. Well, like I said... I need my copy. And I, need, I need my copy so I can yeah. get it to you, so you can send, so you can sign it up for me. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah. And the inspiration for me was after the two books, which to me was the end of the story mm-hmm. because I had revealed everything I wanted to, to discuss. I had people literally coming to me saying, "Hey, what is the Mintz family doing? <laughs> I read your other books, but what's going on with the Mintz family?" And I had to tell them. That's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the reality is that the family has grown, you know, and everybody's doing okay. Right. No, 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 no. We need to know because we know that the, the, the mother-in-law doesn't like this. And we know that this <laughs> person. So I wound up writing a, a, a fictional edition mm-hmm. and it became my first series. So now I have a series called The Men's Family Saga. Okay. So, I mean... You're, you 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 have so many directions you can go as an author. But the thing is, I was basing it on a real topic. Right, right. So that topic, which they were right, there's still going to be some residuals to that. Mm-hmm. People are still going to have a certain feeling about that. Right. So pick up the residuals and run with that. It's like taking a series and saying another series you know, spawn from the original movie. As they usually do. Okay. 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 We can do that. Well, let me tell you how we do things around here, Ms. Nanette. Tell me your favorite word. My favorite word is impossible. And it sounds crazy to be my favorite, but if you take impossible and break it to I'm possible. Nice. Tell me your least favorite word. Least favorite word, can't. All right. If you could snap your finger and add anything to the world, what would it be? Peace. If you could snap your finger and take anything out of the world, what would it be? Hate. Okay. Now, this question right here has become synonymous with our show. A woman of faith. Yes? Yes. Well, I always have to ask. <laughs> oh, you would be surprised. Some some say yes, and then I ask this question, all of a sudden they can't answer. <laughs> On that day, when you are standing in, in front of your maker, what do you want your maker to say? And well done is not an option. That personal thing for you. Your eyes, your, your eyes were always, your eyes are always in the right place. Even if you, what you see, you could not fix. Wow. You're even deep when you're not being deep. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, first and foremost, I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us today. We, as I told you, we greatly appreciate anyone's time and we value it. We don't take that lightly at all. So now, since you've heard a couple of our shows, you understand what has happened. You've now become what we call fan family. 
And what that means is every time you write a new book, every time you have a new poem, every time you do anything that you need promoting, we got you. Okay. okay. We've okay. been blessed to be in 40 countries and 12 platforms. Okay. So we got you. When you grow, right. we'll help you grow more. All right. Well, thank you so much. The only other thing I want to let you know is that from the bottom of my heart, I am a fan. Guys, y'all heard of y'all don't email her. She gonna get on y'all. Exactly. On y'all, not me, y'all. Don't have me have me ask why I am not receiving the information that I should be receiving or the start of. Mm, mm. You might want to send them an email and let them and ask them what that is. <laughs> so yeah. just so they know. I but guys, y'all better y'all y'all better get that book out. She she gonna want that book. Now you cannot be putting me on the spot on my show. Stop. Yeah. You can't put me on the spot like this. Because then the fanatics are going to want to see this book. I want to see it. I want to see it. All right, fanatics. She wants to see it. So we're going to let her write it. No, let me stop. (laughs) Listen, not only that, if you don't, I'll find your 15 year old. (laughs) Actually, she's 22. (laughs) Okay. And yeah, she. She's 22, and she, yeah, she'll probably get on me, for sure. But all right, we, we will discuss it, no problem. All right. You be blessed. You too, and thank you so much for having me on your show. Thank you. Bye-bye.